The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Bart Walker. Hey, good morning to you. Welcome in. And if you'd like to join us in conversation, our focus today is on the city of Murfreesboro. We have with us from the Murfreesboro City Council, Sean Wright. Sean, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. How are you? I'm doing great. Good to have you with us on this beautiful day. Looks like it's going to be a good one. It does. Pretty day. Yeah. Uh, Well, tell us what is the latest happening in Murfreesboro to sort of set the stage for any questions that might come up today. What's the... uh, the biggest thing on your agenda this morning? Uh, well, in the city of Murfreesboro, we're starting budget work. Uh, we know we, uh, Rob Mitchell with the county sent out reassessments this past week, so everybody's kind of got sticker shock about their reassessments. Let me give you, a, it, it, that does not necessarily mean your taxes are going up. So the assessments just are the, the valuations that the county does, and now we'll have to re, uh, we'll have to reset a new tax rate so we can uh, equalize on the tax rate. So we have to be revenue neutral through all this. So probably there won't be an increase in what you're physically paying out. It'll that, your value's gone up, but everything else will equal that, out. That's correct. And is that mandated by law that it goes that way? That's correct. By the that's state law that we have to equalize on assessment years. Why do they reevaluate then if they make everything come out the same at the end? Well, you got to equalize the first year, but you can raise taxes or lower taxes in subsequent years until the next reassessment year four years later. Okay, so there is a possibility somewhere down the road that things might change. That's correct. What are some of the other issues that the Murfreesboro is facing? Well, we're still fighting the uh, the battle with waste management, with uh, with the dump, trying to work towards a resolution on how the city of Murfreesboro can take care of our citizens to take care of our, our solid waste. Now, the Regional Solid Waste Board met uh, last month, I guess it was now, over in McMinnville, voted unanimously to not allow any more outside waste to be brought in by anyone other than those four counties, and that includes Davidson. That's correct. Not being able to. That's correct. So uh, how has that gone? Well, I think there's going to be some major discussions about that in the coming months. Uh, we've got to figure out what that actually cost, the cost offset is going to be for that, because waste, uh, Republic's going to want to offset the cost that they're, of the money they're bringing in from these other counties. So we do, we're not quite sure how that's going to look, but we're studying that in the next coming months. Now, the cost offset, what they're charging to these other counties. Correct. Correct. But they can't charge us anything, can they? They can't charge they, the city of Murfreesboro anything. So who's going to pay for it? I mean, if, uh, if, if these other and it can only be the three other counties that's right who aren't using this i understand that, that's right so it's a where's the money coming where's from? the money going to come from <laughs> uh we're, we're looking at some alternatives also with uh waste away and some uh with a recycling element things like that so we're looking at some alternatives on top of just the 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 dump here so it looks like they may have hit a snag may have hit a snag but we won't know. I mean, it's going to take a couple months to, to really look at that option. Will they have an opportunity? I guess they will have an opportunity to fight it legally. That, that's correct. So time will tell that's what right. happens there. Tell us about the airport. That was another one that was on the horizon uh, since we've last uh, 
spoken on this. It's been about a month. Anything changed with the MTSU and uh, the city of Murfreesboro? And to, to, to my knowledge, uh, MTSU still plans to move to Shelbyville and move their flight operations there. Uh, I think that's going to be good for the city of Murfreesboro and for MTSU both. It gives them a, a, a less trafficy airport. It gives us some more commercial, lets us be able to bring in some more commercial, not, not commercial as in like Southwest and American, but private, private airlines to come in here in London and Murfreesboro. I think it's amazing, and people may not realize this, some of the smaller jets that come in are not real small. That, that's true. Uh, I mean, uh, you could have whatever size these American Eagles are and things of that sort, where they have uh, two rows on one side of the plane and one right. row on the other. You could have that, that size comes in. We, uh, one of the airlines flew one in the last week as a recruiting effort for the MTSU and the other flight school at the airport as a recruitment tool last week. Did they have any trouble landing? No, no trouble landing or taking off. Interesting. So we've arrived. We've arrived. <laughs> <laughs> and those planes, a lot of people don't realize they're uh, quieter. They probably uh, are less noticeable than some of the prop planes. And it was amazing when he took off. He went almost straight up, so he get, he got out and away real quickly. So he it was a lot less noisy than a, a prop plane. So tell us a little about what he was. I know we have a shortage of pilots. What was he? Was that what he that, was recruiting? That's what he was doing. He came here to recruit the at the flight schools at our at our at our airport to try to get more of these flight students into commercial airlines. Did he have a good turnout? I, I believe he did. Very good. Murfreesboro is the place, the happening place. I agree. Well, tell us about some of the other areas. Uh, new industry. Uh, we're new industries looking at us all the time. We have the group out of uh, England, the Airflow Company. Uh, tell us about them and some of the other folks on the horizon. I tell you what, the Airflow Company. I, I went out there. That was impressive. When when you think of these fans in these tunnels and subways and underground that just clear the air in these tunnels, the, these fans are as big as buses and trains. But on the meantime, they have small versions like you would see home size uh and so they they've got a, a tunnel lab and they push the tunnels into this lab and test the airflow and they said these big fans if you're just standing there they could blow you through back to the wall it, wow. it, it was an impressive uh machine and so that's going to have its united states headquarters here in, in murfreesboro here in murfreesboro that's correct now in addition to being a headquarters will they do a lot of research there will they have physical uh, equipment there they're going to have physical equipment there and this lab that i think is the only lab in america like this wow i tell you this is exciting seeing this happening Absolutely. in rutherford county uh one other thing that's exciting we just uh, took a little trip last week and are back from that feel great but one thing that we uh stopped at on the way because my daughter said you need to check it out was bucky's I understand Bucky's is building here also. Right off Joby Jackson. Yeah. Uh, so, and and it had 100 gas pumps at the one we went to, which seems to be the norm for Bucky's. That's it, what I've heard. I, I haven't been to one, so I, I've heard it's like a whole day experience just going to shop at one. It reminded me of uh, a little bit smaller than Walmart, but not a whole lot. <laughs> but... Uh, a variety of items from clothing to souvenirs to 
every imaginable type of food you could think of. I've heard they've got really good brisket. I did not try the brisket. Uh, my, my daughter was telling me certain things to try, and we tried those. The nuggets, I think, the, the bucket nuggets, nuggets. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were good. Uh, of course, we did our share of uh, looking around at the souvenirs and everything. So it was yeah. an experience. It's ex- and, and they don't allow tr- uh, big trucks to get the gas, only passenger vehicles. I, I didn't. I, I you, Now that you mentioned that, I didn't see any big trucks, but yeah. uh, I, I was not aware of that. Yep. Yeah. So that's a... And they got in trouble one place because they were selling gas so cheap that I guess wherever they were located, there was a law that said you couldn't sell cheap gas for so much cheaper than the median price or something. Mm-hmm. And But they were saying, well, our model is not to make money off gas. Our model is to make money off the products in the store. And they had actually gotten in trouble for selling gas too cheap at that one location. I wish I had discovered that. <laughs> I didn't notice any cheap gas. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen cheap gas anywhere lately either. <laughs> I'm ready to see some cheap gas. That's right. <laughs> uh, as we look at Murfreesboro more, uh, Cannonsburg's having a lot of excitement going on with the uh, opening of the, the sunning of, of the creek, and uh, more people will be using Cannonsburg uh, with a, an area f- set aside for live entertainment, things yeah. of that sort. Tell us a little more about what you hope to see, what the city council hopes to see and build into Cannonsburg. Well, I, I think that walking trail and that daylighting is a great project. I know that's been something that's been talked about since I was a small child. So it's I'm, I'm glad to see it's come to fruition. We were able to use some COVID funds to make it happen. And it was something that this is not a want, this is a need. The Broad Street in that area is built on giant tunnels and those tunnels are at the end of their life and we were gonna have to do something. So it, it's something that we had to do and it, it's gonna be a great, thing for the for the local area go down with the walking trails the the bridge over broad to walk back to downtown so you think about when we have Dunkle dave making days and you could walk easily back to the square or back to cannonsburg or during jazz fest and this past weekend we had three or four fundraisers downtown just think about how walkable that would have been just with that bridge and that daylight area oh definitely now you mentioned about the tunnels under the under the streets that carry the, the creek yep. town creek now uh, and and i guess a lot of there are people who remember when the bottoms was there and the creek was open it used to flood a lot mm-hmm. uh, and that's why they put it underground so it wouldn't flood but uh, there are new ways to do it we've talked with people quite a bit about this and they say it's it's what the vegetation you put alongside right and they also are able to control the level of the water more right so that's going to be good and it's a walking area that people will just love yeah i agree and it will connect the greenway with the boardwalk system in the murphy spring wetland that's correct so uh, where are your bridges going to be will you be able to cross so the bridge that I've seen is on the basically on the intersection of Church and Broad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could walk down the Greenway to the towards where McDonald's is, and then walk across Broad on the uh, the northwest broadside of Broad Street. Okay. So how do you cross Church Street and get to the boardwalk? I haven't seen a rendering of that yet, so I can't answer that yet. But I'll find out. Okay, because I th- I think there's. Uh, that's where the people are, are a lot of them wanting to go and that's right. enjoy the boardwalk. That's right. That boardwalk is fascinating down there. It is. And the, this, the, the 
nature and the animals that you see just walking around the boardwalk it's it's quite enticing and of course the murphy spring uh discovery center uh, is phenomenal too i mean that is a treasure it is so uh, if you haven't been to the discovery center at murphy spring we highly recommend that one that's something that our city is so proud of so fortunate to have uh, a lot of larger cities would give their eye teeth for something a like that. <laughs> absolutely, they would. And, and that's not the first one we had. It started, uh, uh, I guess that's really the second one. The first one was much smaller. On Maple Street. Uh, and then, you know, and that was, Maple Street was, I guess, the second one. Uh, the first one was, was almost barely a dream. Okay. Uh, and then the Maple Street uh, became the second one, which is now a law office mm -hmm. at that location. Uh, but uh, they really blossomed into a, a phenomenal adventure with the Discovery Center at Murphy Spring. Yeah. So check it out. Uh, and this is not just for kids. It's not. No. If you love model railroads, uh, you talk about a neat train set. Absolutely. All of that waiting for you at the Discovery Center. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We will be back and we'll be in the segment where we take calls. So if you have a question or a comment, you can email us, you can text us, which, whichever you prefer. 615-893-1450. Sean Wright is our guest from the Murfreesboro City Council. We are focusing on the city of Murfreesboro. A whole lot happening. Turn your fingers into a microphone and talk back. WGNSRadio.com is Rutherford County's online source for what matters to you. WGNSRadio.com Schedule online anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to. Whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Family Restaurants. Do you know somebody who has moved far away and is missing eating at Demas's? Well, Demas's Family Restaurants now offers many of our sauces and some of our food, such as pot roast and soup, to be shipped all across the nation. It's very simple. You just go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com and you can send an order to anybody as a gift all across this nation. You can send an order to anybody. Go to DemasFamilyKitchen.com Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Whether your friends have scales or feathers, we have the things for them here at Animal City. I think one of the best things at Animal City is our staff. We have a team of dedicated pet lovers and knowledgeable professionals to help you with your pet's needs. When you come see us, don't forget to check out our basement level. We have two full stories of pets and pet supplies. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Chip Walters, and you're listening to Rutherford County's Blue Raider Station. Yeah, we got them. MTSU Sports on WGNS AM, FM, online. 
Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon, high in the upper 80s. North winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies and a low near 63. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. Good morning. Traffic's picking up quite a bit with that traffic volume 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area going westbound as you make your way towards Nashville. A little bit of radar earlier down I-24 through parts of Coffee County. Still watch yourself. Hey, the Ripley's family attraction is hiring a great pay. A lot of perks involved. Log on today at uh, ripley's.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. I'm Ken Coleman. Join me here on News Radio WGNS weekdays live at noon as we answer your questions about your calling, passion, and talent to maximize your potential. Welcome back. We're ready for your calls. It's your show. Murfreesboro City Councilman Sean Wright is with us this morning. That phone number is 615-893-1450. 615-893-1450. If you have a question or a comment this morning, give us a shout. 615-893-1450. Now we have a person who's asking about uh, the taxes again. They're concerned with their property uh, being reevaluated and going through the roof. <laughs> I think it's gone through the roof on just about everybody's I, property. I think so. It, the, the, the property values in Murfreesboro skyrocketed the past five years. And uh, I know the house I own, I'm, I'm thankful that they didn't go up to as far as market value for my assessment. But the i think a lot of people got sticker shock at the property assessments but that doesn't mean your taxes are going up so i I think that's what they're wondering about they're asking what can they do to be sure that it won't go up because they can't afford it going up so uh we're going to be discussing ours i know we're going to drop our rate i can't say what our rate's going to be but i know it's going to be dropped uh but you stay diligent in the process talk to rob mitchell about about your values see if there's anything you can do with your values and go from there okay so don't worry don't worry okay and if if it does go up through the roof uh do you have a recourse uh you you can you can argue the value that that'd be through the county property assessor so that's something that you would go through with them uh you can talk to a realtor, see how that value really lines up to see if it's worth arguing or not. Uh, but due to equalization, you should be okay. Now, there is something uh, which this person didn't bring up, so I, and I have no idea how old they are. But isn't there something that if you're a senior citizen, you can that, that freeze is, the property value or something? That is correct, and that you would do that through Rob Mitchell's office as well. How do you do that? Is, are there qualifications? The, or? There are low-income qualifications, and, and like you said, it's 65 and up. And there, I think there's a website on the county's site that you can do that through. Okay, so check out that. And uh, there are people in all of those offices who are more than help, happy to help you on a- that. Absolutely, there are. And that brings up another issue. Uh, what about some of these historic homes? Uh, there was a way to freeze those property values, too. And I guess, have they gone up? Uh, everything's going up. Everything's <laughs> going up. I mean, the, the, the property values in this area, I mean, we're, we're the greatest place in the country to live. Everybody wants to come here. 
Uh, the, that's very definitely true. <laughs> uh, and here's a question this person's asking. They said, obviously, everybody's wanting to come here. Uh, we, we can't even drive down the streets without hitting a traffic jam. Uh, is there any hope of, of relieving some of these traffic issues? Uh, so ever since I've been on the council, we've been very diligent about pr approving road projects, getting road projects in our uh, capital improvement plans, uh, proven road projects. We're going to spend some of the MED money on four pro a project on each side of town to alleviate traffic. We're working on building another bridge over the interstate to alleviate traffic over top of uh, the interstate exits, those main highways. So we are working very diligent to take care of those traffic issues because that, that is something that we've got to do. Okay, here's another question. This is from a listener who lives over in the 840 area near Veterans Parkway. And they say that they understand that Vanderbilt is going to be building a hospital there. Any idea when it will be? That just would make us feel a whole lot more comfortable. I think they've just got their certificate of need six or seven months ago, so that's in the plans. Okay, so uh, and what area, where will that be? It'll be in the Veterans 840 area. Okay. Now, it's a small hospital. It's not a full-size hospital. Small, small, small hospital. Okay, and isn't St. Thomas also building, building one some, in the same, same area? MMC's in the same area, TOA's in the same area. So you're going to have a, a, a lot of small medical right there. Uh, that's interesting, too, because uh, now that area of Veterans Parkway is building up, but there are so many other areas along Veterans Parkway that all you see are fields. That's true. Uh, when are those going to build up, and, and why has no one jumped on it yet? Well, so the, you got private people that own fit property, so they've got to sell those properties to be able to develop them, and there's, there's sewage available in the area where these development is going on, and there's not sewage available in some of those areas. So it all depends on where the sewage is and who's wanting to sell their land. Do we have sewage uh, available, uh, sewage services, pipes, and everything uh, for all of the city of Murfreesboro area? Uh, some of Veterans does not have sewage on it as of yet. Okay. How about water, city water? City water we do. Okay. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. You've got a text, I think. Yeah, uh, Vanderbilt is ready to start the city approval process. Uh, it's in the West Lawn Blackman area. Tw okay. 42 beds 42 okay and, and then i've got an answer on the uh, church street pedestrian walkway is at first is going to be an enhanced uh pedestrian walkway okay uh but that still doesn't get it over to well that the that would that would, would cross you from that would cross church street so you could cross oh, from, okay so it does that gets you over there that's correct. to the okay so I, I like you i thought that it was going across broad so the, the bridge is going across broad. The enhanced pedestrian walkway will go across church. Okay. What is an enhanced pedestrian? Is that nice lines? That would be the nice lines <laughs> and the, the beeping traffic lights and all that. Okay. So uh, there still will be cars driving over Cor that. Correct. Correct. Okay. 615-893-1450. If you have a question, give us a call. We're uh, talking this morning with... Sean Wright from the Murfreesboro City Council, 615-893-1450. Uh, here's a question. A person says, since you've taken out all of the traffic camera lights, uh, any thoughts of putting them back in? We've noticed that uh, more and more people seem to be having crashes at intersections. 
I, I I'm not for putting them back up. I I got rear-ended stopping at a yellow light, to, so it because somebody was going to run it. So I I've had a wreck both. I've had a wreck from somebody running a red light hitting me, and I've had a wreck with somebody running into me because I didn't run a red light. So I've <laughs> I've experienced both things. And you know I, I'll have to say after driving out of town last week, uh, we're not the only ones who don't stop for red lights. No, we're not. <laughs> And we're not the only ones who don't obey the speed limits either. That's Boy, right. Frightening sometimes on the interstate. Uh, you can't go the speed or you'll be hit by <laughs> other cars. Uh, what can we do to slow things down? Uh, I know there, there are talking about ways to slow down broad with the developments that are planned along broad here, the opening of the creek and things of that sort, the pedestrian bridges. Uh, there are talks of slowing down that traffic. How would you do it? How would you slow the traffic down? They, the city engineers and, and street engineers, they, they have traffic calming measures that they can do to slow traffic down by whether it's the, the way they put, I'm not going to say speed bumps or the speed bumps is a traffic calming measure, but that wouldn't be the best use there. But like you said, the way you can put development on the street, the way you can put the traffic to blend the traffic, traffic, uh, speed limits. There's lots of ways to slow it down, but it all it takes all of us who drive it every day to actually abide by those rules. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, here's a listener who sends us a thought. They said they moved here from Maryland and they use uh, the roundabouts quite a bit there that you can use them to slow traffic down in certain areas or you can use it to handle big areas of traffic that they do equally well on major thoroughfares in addition to small ones. And they're asking, why don't we have more roundabouts? So my neighborhood has a roundabout in it, and it, it is great unless people speed through it and then they almost drive through it. Uh, we're looking at a roundabout. It's it's not approved, it's just part of a, a, another traffic improvement behind the new development on Clary Park. It's just something we've looked at. Uh, so roundabouts are looked at. They take up a lot more room than a normal four-way intersection. Uh, so it's something we gotta look at on a piece-by-piece -piece basis. Okay. 615-893-1450 is our number if you have a question or a comment for Sean Wright from the Murfreesboro City Council, give us a call. Uh, here's a person who says they have enjoyed uh, looking at all of the new photographs, the architectural renderings of the way that uh, the downtown Murfreesboro is being developed. Uh, tell us more about the developments being planned for downtown and also give us an update on what's happening with the old First Methodist Church property. They don't see a whole lot happening there. Uh, so the last time I had heard they had pulled some permits to start the process, but I haven't, I, my office is directly across the street or, or around the corner, uh, and I haven't seen anything happening there either. I've asked the same questions. Uh, the development on Broad you're speaking of, it is a good-looking development. It, it needs some work to get to get done, but it, it's a good-looking development. And that particular development, uh, it, they had had some backgrounds in some other cities, haven't they? They've got backgrounds in Franklin and s several other places. Okay, tell us uh, what the city council has, uh, how they've studied that proposal and, and what you see for that. Uh, I. I was pretty vocal about it in the meeting when we were proposed. I, I think I don't like the ratios of how much rental property or apartments are in it. I think the ratios need to change. Uh, I think we need more commercial, more hotel rooms, more owner-occupied condo units, and less apartments in it. But we'll see how it all shakes out at the end. How 
is the price of some of those condo units? Are they out of reach of most people? Or? No numbers have been talked about yet. Okay, because I know that in the beginning, when the, uh, the wetlands area was looked at uh, for some rental, uh, high-rise residential as well as retail and restaurant areas, uh, the old historic bottoms, uh, that was looked at as uh, multi-dwelling mm -hmm. for all incomes. Uh, and yet, I understand some of these other ones are $300,000, $500,000. Of course, 300000 nowadays isn't what it used to be. That, that's correct. It's probably not three hundred anymore. That's correct. <laughs> uh, probably 500 and more. Uh, that's not low income. No, that's not low income. So are you going to try to get low income in these areas? We'll see what they look like when they come back in front of us. Uh, I don't know when it's supposed to come back. Uh, we've got to do something with affordable housing. It's a, it's a very, very tricky situation. Uh, what I would like to see is I'd like to see us work with the development community. Uh, my personal neighborhood has a rule that you have to live in your property for three years before you can rent it out. And you can only the person who lived in the house for three years could rent it out. It stopped all the corporate buyers and all that. I think we need to get with the development community about implementing that on a lot of new developments. That way we stop all of these New York hedge funds from coming here and buying all these properties that otherwise people from here would be buying. Have we been having that problem here? We've had that problem here. Okay. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. Uh, and a person is asking, where is the Downs? Located. The I'm, downs? I'm not familiar with the Downs, but where are the Downs? D-O-W-N-S. Uh, I'm not sure where the Downs are either. Okay. Uh, maybe your folks at City Hall. Yeah, let's see if we can text somebody. Since, since you some information on that, I'm not familiar with that, so I can't direct you on that. I, I was correct. Uh, One East College has applied for the foundation permit for the parking garage, which is the first phase of the building. Okay. Uh, that's not the Downs, though, is That's it? not the Downs. Okay. <laughs> I'm asking where the Downs are. Okay. 615-893-1450 if you have a question or a comment. And if you stump us, uh, we'll find somebody who can give us the right answer. It's, it's like uh, being on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. You just got to right. phone a friend. <laughs> and you've got a friend on the phone there. That's right. 615-893-1450. We're looking at the city of Murfreesboro. Here's a question from a listener. They said, uh, about six months ago, there was conversation about some new city buses, public buses. A whole fleet of them uh, had been ordered, and the older fleet was going to be retired. What happened to the new buses? They, they were ordered, uh, so I'll find out the status. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if, uh, and would they be different they're, from the old buses? They're going to be a different paint, paint scheme. Uh, I don't know as far as bus-wise, I don't know how much you'd really notice, but they, they're going to look different, but there is a whole new fleet. Similar size. Similar size. Okay. So uh, we'll find an answer on that one soon. Uh, and another person's asking about the bridge that uh, would go over the Stones River over by the jail and also the bridge that goes over the river and connects to Northfield. Any word on either of those? The one on Northfield, that's on the 2035 uh, road plan or 2040 road plan, but I don't think that's anywhere in contention as of yet. The one that goes over near the jail, it is, it's, it's actually closer to where uh, 
it comes off a of river rock, goes over the river, and connects to uh, BZ Road over where Costco is located. Okay, so it's it's going to relieve traffic. It's going to relieve area. traffic in that area. Okay, very good. Uh, another person's writing, uh, and they're saying that with the downtown developments, uh, one of the purposes that had been talked about earlier was to make Murfreesboro to give it that feel of a larger city. We are 150,000 so residents now, but certainly don't look like it if you look at the downtown area. Uh, how soon do you think we'll start having that look, which will probably uh, make more people want to be a part of the development of the city? So that it's a it's a touchy situation when you talk about developing downtown. You have people who are very very loyal to downtown and like the look of our historic downtown. And then you have people that want it redeveloped to make it look more swanky, more uh, something like that. So it's a it's a fine line to make sure everybody stays happy and everybody gets on board and it moves that same direction. When you're talking about a big development, when you're talking about 400 rooftops, you, you've got to bring jobs downtown also to make it where it's walkable and and everything works congruently together. So it's a it's something we're all moving in that direction. Good morning. You're on WGNS with Sean Wright. Hello. Yeah, right there on Broad Street, where that street comes out where you pay your water bill, uh -huh. Cannonsburg. Right, Front uh, Street. And uh, whatever it is. And I anyway. think that's also Vine Street, depending on what side of Broad you're on. That's correct. <clears throat> well, there's a turning lane there where you can turn into that street. Well, you've got to go across three lanes of traffic to get into that street. I seen a van on its top there last year because you can't see traffic coming west. And they have wrecks there all the time. That street should be right turn out, right turn in only, no less. What's really funny, there's a turning lane right down there at the Dodge store with a light where you can turn at a red light and go almost to the same place. Mm-hmm. They need to close that turning lane right there. There have been a lot of accidents and traffic congestion. It's just amazing to me. I wouldn't have to be a traffic engineer to figure that out. I've seen a car almost get hit there yesterday. Wow. I do not wave nobody across like that when they're trying to turn. Good point. Then they're going to blame you for the accident. Now that that whole intersection is being reworked in this downtown development, so it's gonna that whole intersection is going to change. So it'll it'll look a lot different here very soon. Well, like I said, it should be right turn out, right turn in only, no less, because uh, you can turn right down there to Dodge Store if people were made aware of that. You got a light with arrows turn and go almost to the same place there. It's just amazing. Mm -hmm. I don't mm -hmm. know how people get their damn driver's license nowadays. <laughs> you know? I just don't understand it. How, they're just like cattle. Just like cattle. <laughs> you know? That's right. That's right. That's my suggestion. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that with thank, us. Thank you. And he inspired another person who uh, has sent us a text, and they're saying, uh, in addition to that turn on Divine Street, it's pretty rough getting uh, from Church Street if you're coming off of the square, if you're trying to turn onto Broad. If you're trying to turn right onto Broad, 
coming off the square and coming down Church Street, they said uh, you don't want to pull out without uh, signal light enabling you to do that because you cannot see oncoming traffic to the left of you. Uh, and they're wondering, will the redevelopment of that downtown area open that up where you can see traffic coming toward you? All right, I'm trying to, are we coming from the interstate towards downtown turning right? No, they're coming from downtown, from yeah. off the square, onto ch they're on Church Street, and they're turning right, right onto Broad. Onto Broad that, and they say right there on that intersection, you can't see anything around the curve uh, on the left coming toward you until... You're out there, and it's too late. Yes, that that part of the intersection is being reworked in this development. Yes. Okay, good deal. 615-893-1450. Uh, what about, uh, this is a listener asking, homeless corner begging and hanging out in public areas, such as the plaza and the library. Are plans for handling this, are there plans for handling this issue? Yes, we are working diligently to try to handle the, the issue of, of the mass gatherings in the downtown area. Okay, 615-893-1450. We're going to pause for just a moment. We will be back. And if you have a question for Sean Wright from the Murfreesboro City Council, you better not wait any more time uh, because this is the final segment coming up. So if you have a question... Talk or text us right now. Don't uh, waste any time. 615-893-1450. We're all about saving you money. I'm Dave Ramsey on WGNS, Rutherford County's place to talk. Weekdays from 1 to 4 on WGNS. And I would highly recommend Adam's Place. It's a place to enjoy life. It's comfortable. The settings are homelike and not sterile. Adam's Place is a place they're looking out for you. You feel at home and I'm very fortunate there's a lot of people here I already knew. To get back to the food, I want to say one thing. The chef does a fabulous job here. I'm Larry Castelli. You know, I would highly recommend Adam's Place. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you have fire, water, or storm damage, fair construction can help. Farrah Construction is also there to help when a car slams through the wall. Call Farrah Construction and we'll board up, put down tarps, secure your home or business until the insurance coverage is approved. Call Farrah Construction at 615-893-6120. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Farrah Construction Company. Good morning. Traffic's picking up quite a bit with that traffic volume 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area going westbound as you make your way towards Nashville. A little bit of radar earlier down I-24 through parts of Coffee County. Still watch yourself. Hey, the Ripley's family attraction is hiring. Great pay. A lot of perks involved. Log on today at uh, ripleys.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. 
Partial sunshine develops here this afternoon, high in the upper 80s. North winds around 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies and a low near 63. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 63. There is no safer place in the storm. Talk Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, TV 11. Welcome back. Just a few minutes left in our broadcast, so let's pump it out. 615-893-1450 from the Murfreesboro City Council. Sean Wright is with us this morning. If you have a question for Sean... Give us a shout, talk or text, whichever you prefer, 615-893-1450. A person's wanting an update on the situation with the Lineball Library. There was conversation at one point about looking for old drugstores to locate community branches of the library in. Uh, did anything ever happen on that? I have not heard an update, but I will text my uh, man on the other line. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we got that guy on the other line. He's on top of He's it. He's on top of it. 615-893-1450. And a uh, person is saying uh, there's more activity coming to that area where, uh, where the uh, Costco is located. Uh, there's a lot of extra land there. Uh, what are some of the things that the city of Murfreesboro is working on uh, in that area? What are you seeing for that area? So that, that's where that bridge is going to come out to relieve the traffic from uh, from that 96 intersection at Case and Lane, the, 90, uh, the 99 Case and Lane, I mean 99 and Warrior. A lot of traffic decongestion is going to happen right there. There's going to be a heavy uh, equipment manufacturer or retailer uh, located right there in the corner. Uh, I talked to a fellow who owns a piece of property on the river that he has an idea about putting a restaurant on the river, and that's something we've never had in Murfreesboro. I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, wow, concept. I, I am too. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that, I just that was a direct talk with a landowner. So that that that's an exciting uh, opportunity if he gets that off the ground. Uh, so there's there's a lot of uh, positive movement going in that direction. That's exciting, uh, and of course, uh, that road, uh, the New Salem Highway, Highway 99, uh, the widening continues. It's just a little farther out now. How is the progress on that? Uh, I drove. I drive it every day, and it's it's being the progress is going good. They've got the barrels up. They look forward to this next phase going, getting done, and then start on that last phase right after that one's done. Now there's a lot of retail uh, growth in that area. Obviously, though, as the residential area grows, there's going to be retail growth to serve the people. That's right. Uh, what are you hearing on that? Uh, like you said, as, as you grow, you're going to have more residential growth. I've heard, uh, I've heard more, re- more retail and more restaurants both. Okay. Uh, another person here is asking about more restaurants with musical themes like uh, the Nashville, downtown Nashville area, the, the Gulch. Uh, that was what they had said had been talked about for the bottoms, the historic bottoms area, but there hasn't been any more conversation about that. In fact, the bottoms uh, just barely ever talked about anymore. Uh, any more conversation about bringing in restaurants with a musical theme that that is still the plan that's still going to be a restaurant bar artsy type of area that's still the plan uh it's just going to take one person to jump in there and be the pace setter and then once one goes in they the rest will follow 
Now, in the downtown area, and we've gotten some text on this, uh, where the old bank used to be located mm -hmm. on the square, mm -hmm. uh, that's going to be a restaurant with a rooftop uh, top bar. That's correct. Uh, what what is uh, what are, what about some of the other land in the downtown area? The old furniture store that the building collapsed down on West yeah. Main, and then uh, the place where the uh, the ice cream shop used to be. Uh, Rose, uh, what is it? Slipped my mind there for just a moment. Uh, uh, Rob, uh, 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 Something rose. Uh, yes, I know exactly. How could it go away? <laughs> I know what you're talking I about. Had uh, so many ice creams there as a kid. <laughs> I, I don't know of any plans on Red that Rose. Red Rose. <laughs> I don't know of any uh, plans on the Red Rose property. Uh, the the Holly uh, Myers Furniture Shop, that fella does not want to rent, sell or rent or anything with his land. He's okay with it sitting vacant. Uh, there is some plans uh, for another people. I can't talk about it yet but there's some really exciting plans about another property downtown and so the downtown is ever changing when one college gets going and if this broad street property gets to going and this other project i know about going, downtown's going to have a totally different look and everybody's going to want to be coming downtown but you're going to maintain something to bring is, it all together that's correct what about the old jail property that was sold at auction uh, and that right there on right, West right Main, on West Main. Front, I guess it yeah, is. Yeah, that'd be a that'd be a good location for some side by side condos. Side by side condos. Yeah, so like, how tall can is there a restriction on height anymore? One and a half times your adjacent property, so it, it couldn't be too tall. But uh, some like uh, brownstones would look really neat right mm -hmm. there. One and a half times your adjacent property. Yeah. That would be interesting if you're near the city center. That's correct. <laughs> it would be. Because they're, what, 13, 14 stories. That's right. Uh, so that law holds true there. Yep. So that could be close to 20 stories tall. Yep. And then you just grow from there. <laughs> interesting. Wow. Uh, we have about a minute in our program left. Any final thoughts that you wanted to bring up, but for some reason never got to? I, I just want to tell you, thank you for your service to the Red Cross. Congratulations on your award yesterday, and thanks for your service to the city of Murfreesboro. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you for your service, and uh, looking forward to some exciting times ahead with uh, all of the excitement that Murfreesboro's handling. I've just got a question in on this and we we got to uh, devote a little time to this about the new legendary sports complex out there on 840 and broad how's that coming it's going it, it is moving at rapid pace it is, looks like a great project for the city of murfreesboro is going to bring in a lot of tourist uh, dollars it's going to be a great place for you to take your kids out to to play games or maybe watch a show it is going to be a great place for the city of murfreesboro and one final question, this one dealing with the expansion of uh, Cherry Lane all way over to uh, 840, uh, still needing that. What is, what's the word on that? We are working towards that. Uh, we had approved a second phase of engineering three months ago or so, so we're working towards that pro uh, and, project. And if you haven't been over to the Seagull Soccer Park, you have missed something. Man, that is growing leaps and bounds. I'll tell you what, if you want to see some really cool lighting on some soccer fields, you go out there at night and look at the new section of soccer fields, those lights shine directly down on the fields, and there is no light pollution at all. You, If you're five foot off the field, you're in the dark. 
it is something to see. So it's not going to uh, be a problem of seeing the stars at night? No. Just seeing the teams play? Just seeing the teams play. Now, will the new soccer fields that are uh, sort of divided by a wetland, I guess, will they eventually connect with the original soccer fields? I think that's the plan, but I, I think that's the plan. Okay. Well, I really thank you for joining us this morning, Sean. Thank you very much for having me. City Councilman Sean Wright, our guest this morning. Chip Walters is next. Hang in there. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. 